Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is a, a dynamite day. Today is September 22nd, 2011, and I am so honored to be here with you for our as we continue our Super September celebration here. And um, before we go any further, as always, I submit this show to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of his spirit. People, Today we have a lot of content we, we we want to cover. We got a dynamite guest waiting in the wings, as always, as usual. Um, just a, a championship center of, across the board. But people, I want to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to continue to reach out to me. You you you're always keeping me motivated and encouraged, and you're always letting me know exactly what you think about the show, what we can do to improve it, what we can do to um to add more uh, value to it. So I want you to continue to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on. Uh, Facebook, you can reach me at facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can email me, mileswmiller at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me and call my office. You can re- you can actually call my office. You can reach me at area code 770 770- Six seven four eighty three fifty. I look. You can call my office. I want you. To, well, I want you to reach out to me. Let me know what we can do to make this show better. And I, I'm here for you to make some things uh, move in your life. I'm believing. As you know, right here, we call, we say it like this: the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful. And yes, you deserve it. I'll say it again: the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful. And yes, you deserve it. So, people. We're going to continue forward into the show. I'm going to take you to a very inspirational song, and then we'll be right back.
Live by Mary Mary. People, um, I have to share some things with you. Um, as many of you know uh, across the world, uh, yesterday marked um, a day that is going to live in uh, infamy in United States history, especially the state of Georgia. Um, for those of you who do not know, um, we had been campaigning and um, praying and just believing God to, you know, grant a stay for uh, Troy Davis. As many of you know by now that his stay was not granted, um, and he was executed yesterday at 11.08 p.m. Eastern time uh, in the state of Georgia for a crime that arguably he may not have committed. That it, and it's very possible that an innocent man was executed last night because the judicial system and the system that we have set up wasn't um, didn't it didn't serve the per- the people it was supposed to serve, and justice can't be served if the people who are supposed to be punished for a crime get off scot free and another man dies in another man's place, and I, I urge everybody right now to to really activate and become a part of the political landscape again. This is not the time to walk away from the political landscape of the United States. This is not a time to, to take your votes away from what goes on in Washington, D.C., and what goes on in your local um, jurisdictions. This is the time now, if anything, that we all have to step up. We all have to you know, make sure we're doing our, our, our due diligence as voters, as citizens, as you know, concerned constituents of, of these people who we send to you know, represent us in, in office, in, in, at the White House, things like that. We have to make sure that we're sending people there who represent what it is we truly want because as a whole, the judicial system didn't quite serve Troy Davis. And in the end, he lost his life. And as we sit here now, moving forward, it, we would all be remiss if we let this man's blood be in vain, if we let this man's life be in vain. We all have a, have a, a duty to live the life of our dreams. Think about this. The next time that you're stepping out to live the life of your dreams, remember Troy Davis, where he spent the majority of his life, the better part of his life, in prison for a crime that he may have not committed. And then in the end, lost his life because of a system that was executed by people that were elected, elected officials were in place that did not honor reasonable doubt. Think about that. The next time you you decide not to go and vote, the next time you decide not to become a part of the political arena, the, the political landscape of this country, think about this. That had We had people in place who understood the things that were going on with this case, the, the fact that several people, the majority of the, witness, the eyewitnesses, recanted their story. There's no, there was never a murder weapon found. There's no physical evidence. Think about that. The next time you decide not to vote, think about the fact that a young man lost his life because the elected officials that we had in place weren't serving the needs of the people. Last night, 
a young man's life was cut short. But his life won't be in vain because we're going to step up together. We're going to we're going to make sure that we're sending people to office that represent what we need done as the people of this government, as a constituency. That we're not going to send. We're no longer. Are we just going to just live and and not be a part of the landscape of the United States political arena. We have a voice, and I urge everybody out there right now. You're going to you're going to see me becoming much more active politically because I believe that uh, that what got me the most is that I have a brother who's almost the same age. If that was my brother up there, I would want everybody fighting for his life. But not only that, I would want people in place already in, in the higher courts that would at least be sensitive to the needs of the people that, that put them there, to the desires of the people that put them there. We have a duty to go out and live a life for our dreams now. We have a duty because every time you go and do what you're supposed to do, you affect the lives of each and every other person around you. Now is not a time to back out. Now is a time to step up. Now is not a time to give up. Now is a time to, to, to give up. Not give up, but give up. Come up. Bring other people up with you. Talk people up. Encourage people up. We have to step forward now because people, there's no way that this can happen again. There's no way that our country can stand and let this happen again. We look like barbarians to the world. The same world that we go out and police. We look like barbarians to the people that count on us for support when they need it. We look like we look uncivilized when we allow an innocent man or even a person that, that where there's reasonable doubt that he may not commit this crime. Anytime we allow anything like that to happen, we look uncivilized. And we become a laughing stock across the world. I'm telling you this right now. This is a championship. This is how you create a championship standard living. You take authority over the things that you have to take authority over, that you've been given uh, dominion over. We have a voice. We have a voice. There's a major election coming up really soon. There's a lot of uh, things that are going on and are being said. A lot of uh, a lot of railroading, a lot of red tape is being put up to try to uh, can get people out of the voting booth. And I'd say whatever, by any means necessary, do whatever is necessary to get out and vote. There's a president in the White House right now who actually has the heart of the people in mind. And that's rare. It's been rare since I've been alive that, that a president really cared about the people that the president really tried to put things in motion for the people. As you see, his his opponents, they don't really care about the people. They care about being right. They care about having power. They care about being in the White House, but they don't care about the people. I, I know this is not what you normally expect to hear from me on creating a championship standard of living, but I'm telling you, this is, this is a part of creating a championship standard of living. We have to, to step up. We can't be complacent about any aspects of life anymore. We have to step up. Because what happened last night, that could have been your brother, that could have been your sister, that could have been your cousin, that could have been somebody you loved just as much as the family who lost that young man. 
and, that's, and, and listen to what I'm saying as well. This is not to take anything away from the family that lost their, their, their loved one 22 years ago. If anything, it's, it's a slap in the face for everybody involved because justice was not served. And the system that's put in place to create justice didn't do its job. Each and every one of us has a duty, has a right to be a part of this system and make the system work effectively and place a demand on it to work effectively. I know personally, being a young African-American male, I, I never wanted to move into the South because classically the South has represented, um, has represented a, a, just a really bad ride for, for African-Americans. And seeing what happened last night, one could almost get fear-struck in. But I will also t- say this, that we have the power to make great things happen. See, the life of our dreams, which is wonderful and we deserve, also includes our fellow man, also includes the universe. It also includes everything we see. And it's our duty to make sure that we're putting people in place that represent the greater good for everyone. Let me say it again. It's our duty to make sure that we're putting people in place that represent the greater good for everyone, not just themselves, not just their family, not the, not just their four no more, but for everyone. Like I said again, there's a there's a, a president in the White House right now who has a has a heart for the people. Let's make sure that when it's time to vote, that we do our part and make sure he stays another four years. Let's do our part. Let's not leave this to chance. Let's not let's not put anybody else's life in the balance because we didn't go out and do our part. At least let us do our part. That's the least we can do. Many people have died for the right for us to be able to vote. Many people's lives have been ruined because we, we didn't take our chances, excuse me, take our, our, our responsibility uh, seriously. I, I say this to everybody who hear my voice. I don't care if you if you're anywhere else in the world. Take your political power to the polling booth. Never miss an opportunity to vote. Never miss an opportunity to have your voice heard. And if there's people that you know who need help and get into the polls, help them get to the polls. I'm I'm telling you this. You, you're seeing a new found passion for me. This is something I've, I've always been passionate about anyway. But now you're going to see me stepping up on it more. You're going to hear you're going to hear me being more vocal about making sure that we're putting, making sure we're being represented well by the people that we send to represent us. We have to hold them accountable because never again will we send a young man to his to his demise with reasonable doubt, with any doubt. Never again. It starts today. It starts with us. This is how we create a championship standard of living. We make sure that our fellow man is being served. The greatest among you is your servant. We, each and every one of us has a has a a right, has a, a a right, has a right to help your fellow man. A right and a mandate. I'm I can't say any I don't know how else to say it. But people, I'm really 
I was really heartbroken last night. I, I was actually in tears last night thinking that a system that is supposed to be blind and fair wasn't blind and fair. It's even noted across, see, uh, again, across the globe, people look at us for what it is. We, they don't, they're not stricken, they're not struck by color. They're not struck by race. They look at it for what it is. And I read an article today on CNN where, uh, from, uh, article from London, England, where, you know, we have our European neighbors looking at us now saying, wow, I can't believe they did that. And, they, and even they had the audacity to see life for what it really is. Death, the death penalty, as we've seen it in the United States, has greatly impacted African Americans more so than any other nationality, race, or whatever you want to call it. So for a system that's already flawed, for a system that's already flawed, we're sending young black men, mostly, to their death, sometimes with circumstantial evidence, sometimes with a sliver of doubt. If there's a sliver of doubt, then you should not be sending somebody to their death. A sliver of doubt is reasonable doubt when it comes to execution. Because once you do that, there is no turning back from that. That's over. It's lights out. You don't get that back. I want you to hear what I'm saying right now. And it's our duty to put people in place, put people in office that understand what it is that the people need. We don't want this anymore. I don't want this, I would, I don't want this for, for, for my, my children. And I don't want this for my grandchildren. Now, I don't want this for my my grandchildren's children. I don't want them to have to have to look over their shoulders, worrying that it, the judicial system is already flawed. And if, and if it's flawed enough to uh, get them in a system where they can be convicted of something they may have not done, then not only that, they can end up losing their life due to technicalities and flaws. We're better than that. This is the United States of America. We're better than that. I believe in the beauty of your life. I believe in the beauty of your dreams. I believe in the beauty of, of the things that you have hoped and planned for. I believe in it. That's the reason why we do these shows. That's the reason why we come, come to these shows so often. Because we believe in each other. I know you believe in me because you keep coming back. You know I believe in you because I keep coming up with more content for you. We believe in each other, and, and that what's going to propel us to do great things. But remember this, do not silence your voice. Do not take your voice away from the political arena across the world. I know we have this is an international show. Don't take your heart, don't take your voice away from being heard. Let your voice be heard. When you when it's time to go vote, you vote. I don't care who you vote for. I mean honestly, I really don't care who you vote for. But 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 do this. At least take the time to study what you're voting for, who you're voting for. And at that point, once you've made an educated decision, go to the polls knowing that your voice is going to be heard, that you're going to affect some sort of change because we need you. We need each and every one of you becoming and staying a part of the political landscape. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful. Yes, you deserve it. But it means nothing if your voice isn't being heard. It means nothing if those people who put their lives on the line years and years ago, generations and generations ago, 
So you could walk into a polling booth without getting arrested or shot or killed or even being able to go to the, the polling booth. We want to make sure that wasn't in vain. We want to make sure that that their labor of love for us was not in vain because they had a vision that one day their grandchildren would be able to walk into a polling booth and vote and be able to have their voice heard when their voices had not been able to be heard. And we take we can't take this casually because, again, every time your voice is heard, you're possibly saving somebody's life. Every time your voice is being heard, you're possibly putting in position, putting in play energy, laws, politicians that will have the heart of the people in mind. Like I said, we we have a president in the White House right now who has the heart of the people in mind, who's trying to, his best to serve the people. The greatest among you, they're your servants. The greatest among you are not the people with the most money. They're not the people with the biggest car and the biggest houses. They're the people who serve. We have a servant in the White House. We have a person who really cares about whether you live or die and the quality of your life and whether or not you have health care. If you get sick, that you can actually go to the doctor's office without worrying about how you're going to pay for the bill. And that type of that type of love, that type of compassion, that type of passion can't be put out because we don't step up and do our part. And we can't let another person get executed in this in these United States of America because we didn't step up and say what we needed to say. We didn't let our voices be heard. Our voices have to be heard continuously now. We can't be quiet anymore. We can't sit still anymore. If you're not living a life of your dreams right now, then guess what? I implore you to get up and go get it right now. Because a part of you living a life of your dreams is for someone else. It's for that person who who may be on death row. Because guess what? A lot of people that showed up yesterday were people outliving their dreams. A lot of people who signed those petitions were people, were world leaders who, who stepped up and, and they're making great things happen. I'm telling you right now, let your voice be heard. Continue to let your voice be heard. You let your voice be heard by living the life of your dreams, by put, being in a position to make your voice known, to be able to have your voice be heard. Even this show right here, this is me stepping up saying, you know what? I'm not going to let anything get in the way of me letting my voice be heard. I'm, I'm, I'm employing each and every one of you. Let your voices be heard. Don't be silent right now. Go out and do what is necessary for you to be in position to live a life of your dreams. Because the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and yes, you deserve it. Like I said, I, 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 you're hearing another side of me right now. You're hearing, you're hearing me. I mean, I, I don't know any, any other way to say it. I just wouldn't want anything like what happened yesterday here in, in Georgia happen to anybody's family member. And I wouldn't want anything to happen to anybody's family member like what happened 22 years ago to um, the McPhail family. And I would want, without a shadow of a doubt, that justice gets served and not just a blood hunt, not just a witch hunt. Let's keep our voices heard. Let's allow our voices to be heard. Let's keep speaking up. Let's keep stepping up. Let's keep doing what's necessary. But now is not a time to quit. 
Now is not a time to go find a, a quiet place to hide. Now is the time to step up and go get it on every level. Make the judicial system work. Make the legislative system work. Make the executive system work. Because we put those people in place. And now it's time for them to, to serve us because that's what they're there for. They are public servants. We're, we're, we're there to make them great because they're here to serve our needs as the constituency and as the citizens of this country. So with that in mind, people, um, I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. You're still listening to Creating a Championship Standard of Living, and I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Let me tell you today about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a major component, a very vital component to manifesting the life of your dreams. You know I tell you each and every week, as many times as I can possibly say it, that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But unforgiveness will definitely short-circuit any hopes for manifestation. Unforgiveness is like a glue. Unforgiveness is a glue that binds together everything that you don't want. I mean bad health, pain, grief, misery, everything that you don't want. Unforgiveness is the glue that binds it together where it can't even be released. Just think about it like this. Every time somebody makes a mistake, every time somebody drops the ball, every time someone does something that they honestly regret, the feeling of, oh my God, what did I just do, can be overwhelming. However, it's at that very moment that you connect with the provision of the provider, the provision of source, the provision of God when you forgive. Sometimes the person that needs forgiveness is yourself. I know I personally have made a lot of mistakes over the course of my young life. And I thank God for forgiveness because I have to forgive myself sometimes for some of the things I've done. And instantly, if a person makes a mistake, some people are going to do things maliciously. You can't do anything about that. Some people actually make honest mistakes where they, they're not intending to hurt you. They just made a mistake, and it just it just is what it is. But we are such wonderful, wonderfully made creatures where we have the capacity to forgive our fellow man, to extend mercy and extend grace towards someone who really, in the truest sense of the form, didn't know what they did, including yourself sometimes. God forgives us, so it's only fitting that we forgive our fellow man. Take that in consideration as you're moving forward in power and in might of God, that God has placed us here to do some dynamite things, and that we each are going to need forgiveness, each and every one of us. Forgive yourself and forgive each other. As you continue to manifest the life of your dreams, remember that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. This is Miles Miller saying, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. That was uh, another one of our motivational moments, and uh, again, we're talking about forgiveness on that that piece there. And I want to I want to say something about that real quick. We got a, a dynamite guest waiting in the wings, and I know he's chomping at the bit to get on here, and I want to bring him in. 
but uh, I want to I want to talk about forgiveness for one second. People, we need forgiveness. Each and every one of us, this is something we can't get around. We're going to need forgiveness at least once in our lifetime. And let me just be honest, we're going to need it on a continual basis <laughs> because we're, we're human, and as we're stepping out, that's what grace is all about. That's what God's grace is all about. And when we step out, grace, you don't need grace on the sideline. You don't, need, you don't need mercy on the sideline. You need grace and mercy as you're stepping out and going to live the life of your dreams. People, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and, yes, you deserve it. But you have to continue to, to harness the, the energy and the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness will loose you to your destiny. I guarantee it. There are people right now who are hurt, who are going through the, you know, the trial of their life because they can't forgive. Because the thing that you – but, Miles, you don't know what they did to me. Trust me. They're sleeping right now. They've gone on about their lives. They're moving. They're, they're doing the things that, that they want to do with their lives. And you're holding the grief right now for something that somebody else did, and they don't even either care or remember. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. We are talking about creating a championship standard of living. We are talking about moving forward in the life of your dreams, which is wonderful you deserve. We're talking about, you know, my, you know how I say it, my motto or my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. We're talking about that energy. It starts with forgiveness. Take that to heart, people. If there's somebody in your, in your life right now that has caused you some grief, forgive them. It's easier to forgive them than it is to hold on to the grudge. Because the longer you hold on to the grudge, the longer it takes you to manifest the life of your dreams. And guess what? If you hold on to a grudge too long, you won't manifest the life of your dreams. You're only going to manifest everything that goes along with unforgiveness. Continue to harness the energy of forgiveness. I guarantee you, you somebody in your life is going to need it, and one day it's going to be you. And how, how much more would it be important when you need it? <laughs> Trust me. When you need it, it's important. So give give it out liberally now. Give you know give those things that you you know sort of things that you 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 seek to harvest. You may not need it today. You may be everything may be perfect in your life right now, but one day you're going to need it. And I'm telling you right now, forgive those people who have caused you any grief or any pain immediately and often. Sometimes it's going to take you. And I'm I'm saying this to somebody right now. I hope you hear my voice clearly. You're going to need to forgive somebody if you're going to manifest the life of your dreams. You're going to need to walk in forgiveness continuously because sometimes people are going to make mistakes. Sometimes that person, again, is going to be you. Remember, grace and mercy are extended upon us as we step out, and sometimes we may make a mistake. Forgiveness is a portion of grace. Continue to walk in power. Continue to walk in might. Continue to live the life of your dreams because it's wonderful and you deserve it. But check it out. I want to take you to a commercial break and a short motivational moment, and then we'll be right back with our dynamite guest. You're still tuned in to Creating a Championship Standard Living, and I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Stephen R. White Ministries presents Show Me Your Glory. Atlanta. Atlanta and surrounding areas come experience the glory and impact ministry Atlanta, where Bishop-elect Ginaldo Lee and co-pastor Tiffany Lee are the host pastors. The glory will fall September 25th at 6 p.m. and September 26th at 7 p.m. Atlanta will never be the same.
If you're a pastor and would like Stephen R. White Ministries to bring Show Me Your Glory to your church or city, please call 513-860-9003 or contact us at stephenrwhiteministries.org. I want to talk to you right now about just being encouraged. Sometimes having to encourage oneself. You know, a lot of things are going to come in our lives to discourage us, to try to throw us off track. But I'm here today to tell you, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Your dreams are so wonderful. Your dreams are so important. Your dreams are actually your lifeline. Your dreams are the very thing that keep you alive. They're the very thing that keep you motivated, keep you encouraged to go in the right direction. So if you can dream, if you can believe that all things are possible, whatever it is that you've been put on this earth to do, those very visions, those very dreams that you have, make your existence here, make your your living here, make your, your whole being here valid. So always remember this. If ever you need to be encouraged, remember that God placed you on this earth as a solution. God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't create things in vain. He created you in his likeness and image. So go forward. Go forward in power and in might, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, that you have been placed on this earth to be a solution to a certain set of problems that without you, you would have had to be created. As you continue to manifest the life of your dreams, remember that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. This is Miles Miller saying, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Hello, we're back. Uh, people, this is this is an exciting time. I'm getting ready to bring to you a real-life champion, um, a person that I've had an opportunity to meet at a, at a conference I did a little while back in Detroit, uh, a dynamite recording artist, an international uh, figure, um, just somebody who, you know, like I said, I, I like to bring people on the show who you can you can take some keys from their life and implant them in your own life and help you with the blueprint of your own life. Success leaves trails. Success leaves tracks. And this gentleman that we're getting ready to bring on right now has definitely met with great success and is meeting with even more success as we speak. So without a shadow of a doubt, I'd like to bring to the show uh, recording artist, uh, jazz musician, and just an uh, all-around dynamic dude, uh, Lord Yancey. Yancey, are you there? Sir, hey, Dr. Miles. Sitting how how you in, doing? Yeah, I'm wonderful and blessed, my brother. Sitting back enjoying your show. But, well, thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're, we're honored to have you here today, sir. I'm, um, you know, we. I have to. I must apologize to you, sir. In live radio, sometimes things happen that we, we can't plan for. Uh, well in advance, but we ha- we had some tracks of yours that we couldn't load. So I I want to let you know that off, you know right away, and then let you also know that we're going to bring you back on the show to uh do a, a listening party if we can. Anytime, my brother. Anytime. But so we got you on here, and, and, and we we have we know that you to be a real life champion, a person who has you know basically stepped out to live a life of their dreams. I want to showcase you tonight as to the people as a person who can give them some insight on how to live the life of their dreams. We talk a lot of, around here about, you know, the life of your dreams being wonderful and you deserve it. 
what gave you the the motivation and the encouragement to to go forward to be to become this dynamite musician, this dynamite saxophonist? I would say that um, being made in the image and likeness of the Creator, He speaks to all of us. And for me, it's just been about meditating and praying and listening to that voice. God always lets you know what you're supposed to do, and He lets you know which path you're supposed to be on. My That's path right. may not be someone else's path, but you know, so just not following the crowd, but listening. It got to be still and listen sometimes. And so that's and, been my way of um, of going forth, not trying to blend in, or realizing that God made us all unique. Each and every one of us are original, and so it's just been my my goal to not be a carbon copy of what society says that I have to be, and yes, just following, following following God's way. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all yes, about sir. for me in my music. Yes, sir. I, I, again, we are um, we definitely are experiencing a little technical difficulties with our our, our uh, soundboard today, but um, just um, giving people. Just a, a, a brief overview. You have a um, a new CD out. Could you tell us more about that? Well, this this project is a project that I feel really really good about. Um, it took me about two years to make it. I worked on it with uh, Remy nominated uh, Phil Davis, Bob uh, Galanta. So he, I, and a couple of other buddies, Gerald Damien out of Detroit, and we just took our time and crafted something that that felt that feels really good. So, you know, life is all about these miniature moments and that lead to great memories. So the music we created is music that in any moment, if you're listening to it, we want you to feel good. We want you to feel like, hey, I can face this week. No matter what I've been going through, I can do this. So my whole thing with this project was to make it soulful, to make it funky, and just to make it from the heart. Yes, sir. And I think a lot of um, a lot of people can relate to that. I think a lot of times, uh, you know, it, with today's standards, a lot of music that comes out now is just it's just thrown together. Some it seems like, but when you have an artist who's like yourself who's pouring out from their heart to the to their fans, I think that's something that needs to be commended. Oh, thank you, Doc. You know, for me, it's not about me. I've been given a gift to share it and to to be a blessing. And the audiences, they can feel that difference. They know when, yes, hey, this, this is real. This is real. This is coming from a different place. This is this for us. So when I was 13 years old, I had this vision of myself playing before an audience. And the Spirit of God was pervading through the horn, going into the audience, giving them what they needed. And so I hold on to that to that vision with uh, what I record and, and even at my live shows. It's all about people. And and that's what, again, like we we were talking about earlier, about having people in front of us. Having pe- I mean, because the truth of the matter is, when you step up on that stage, you become a leader. You become a person who can introduce people to things that can help their their lives. I mean, your music can be healing. Your music can can bring peace in people's lives. What is what what are some of the things that you do? I know you said you meditate. But what are some other things that you do to get in that place, get in that zone where you are allowing, you know, the spirit of God to flow through you, to flow through that saxophone? What are some other things you do? 
Well, personally, I, I like to I like to go before uh, before I I um, address an audience, realizing that uh, I've studied uh, in college and then I study to this day. But it's not what I study that gives me that vibration, that energy that talks to people. It's definitely creator coming from the creator. So it's it's just stand before the source. Yes, sir. I I think that I you know I personally can relate to that. I know you um, actually came to a conference that I did uh, in Detroit, and absolutely. One of the things that I, I pride myself on, and I won't even say pride myself on, I I I I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to to reach an audience. And just like you said, it's it comes from connecting the source, standing in the in the presence of the source, and getting what the people need at that very moment. And coming and bring it, presenting it to them at the best way I know how to, and that's for me to get out the way and let that energy Absolutely. flow. Absolutely, uh, you said it. You you have to get out the way. Uh, yes, sir. Heard one long time ago that when that ego was involved, God, you can't fill up that space. <laughs> you know, the ego got it covered. So uh, right, each ego edging God out. I said I, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. So it was all about to me. Humility is strength. Yes, sir. And, and yes, sir. Uh, you give that strength to your audience when when you allow God to fill that space and you move out the way. And uh, people they, they want something that's real. They can feel it when it's real. And so, and that's one thing I I, I definitely uh, pick up about you. You know, I I don't. This is something I never told you, but you you seem like a person that when people connect to you. Like you said, they, they, they sense when something is real. You seem like the person that you're, you're almost like the big brother. When you walk in the room, like, hey, I got something for you. You know, I'm going I'm to share something with you. I'm going to help you. And I, 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 when I see you, I see that coming out in your music. Like, hey, I'm I'm here to share something with you that's going to help you. What ha, what are some of the things that people have said to you, some of the testimonials you may have gotten back from, from a concert or a show that you've done? Well, that, you know, I sometimes – gather that and put them in a folder just in case I want to utilize it somehow. But I would say that I get all kinds of comments you know, about how the music, better yet, even beyond what people might say, it's what I actually see. Normally I'm so caught up in that moment that I don't see or hear much of anything. Right. When you come in of work, family, or whatever they say. And then you see, like, they're like a whole different person by the time they leave your show. You know it wasn't you. You know it was something divine. So just in what I can see, that that says a lot, too. And, and of right. course, one of the greatest compliments that I get many times, and it's just the greatest to see a young person under the age of 15 or even to run into someone 40 or older, and they come and say, you know, I never liked jazz, but I think I love jazz now. Wow. <laughs> and, and that just, it always it arrests me right wherever I am because I know it wasn't me. Wow. That, that's got to be an amazing feeling that, you know, you, you present something to somebody and it opens their, their whole consciousness up to something that they may have not received before. Absolutely. So, I mean, people call it jazz. They label it how 
accumulation of my experiences. I studied some classical at the University of Michigan. I studied, started in a church at the gospel. I think that's the best way to start. You know, you're getting that whole spiritual vibe, that anointing vibe on right. what you do. And, and then R&B, jazz. So no matter if it's instrumental, they're going to call it jazz, period. But right. it's just soul music straight up from, from within. I feel very fortunate to be able to do what I love and to travel around the world and, and get the response that that I get. So you you just come back off a recent uh, world tour. How, how did that turn out for you? You know, it, it's always the same. The, the people may change, the faces may change, the, the nationality, all of that may change, but it's something about that universal language, man. It, it's all the same. People get it, they understand it. It's so tours were completely wonderful. Of recent, I've been hitting the West Coast, East Coast, do one more nationally, and we're working towards, uh, on a tour towards the end of this year. It's it's just been go, 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 and I'm very, very excited about that. But at some point, I look forward to sitting down, getting back in that studio, and, and getting these other projects that I have inside of me out. Well, I, I definitely I encourage you to do it because I know, like I said, I've had the pleasure of, of listening to, to your music, and I know that, you know, it it impacts my life. I know I've even you know I've seen the pictures you you are, have even influenced uh, First Lady Michelle Obama. Hey, that that's uh, very kind, but I would say that she's more of that influence. Being in that type of royalty, boy, that's some power right there. That's one powerful, powerful sister. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow, you know, this this guy right here, this is something special. You know, you you know, that's not that's at my mouth. That's you stepping in tall cotton now. <laughs> yes, sir. It is definitely a pleasure to have someone on that level uh, enjoying your talent. So, yeah, very thankful again. So we we know that your gifts and talents will will bring you in the presence of uh, kings and queens. How how has it been? I mean, you know, I I, I hear in your voice you 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 definitely are staying humble about your success, but being able to just to be able to to be in the presence of uh, the first family or a world leader because of your gifts, because of the gifts that God blessed you with. How how does how have you been able to handle that? How have you been able to handle the success of that? How have I been able to handle the success of it? Well, for me, I'm a little different. It it matters not to me whether it's 60,000 or six people in in the audience, whether it's a president or whether it's uh, the the cleanup guy. I'm going to give them the same show. I'm going to give them the same intensity. Now, for me, every show I act as if Christ is sitting out in the audience. So it don't matter who else is there, I'm going to give my best and I'm going to give my all. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't give it your all or truly invest it, then you come, I'd be coming up short. I would be cheating my audience. So I don't really get off into who's in the audience or who I'm waiting for. It's all the same. Right. I think that's a beautiful thing, like, you know, for you to come out there and say no matter who shows up, I'm going to give my best. I'm going to give my all. I think a lot of people, if most, if more people took that same passion to what they do 
on an everyday basis, I think you would see a lot more people, you know, having uh, experiencing like, like joy and bliss in their their careers and their lives. I mean, what you're saying now to me, and I've had to, I've lived this firsthand myself. I've actually, you know, done a conference where you know I'm expecting hundreds of people to show up, and I get maybe like five percent of that <laughs> shows up, okay. and I still got to come with it, you know. So it, 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 it's a humbling experience. It keeps you it keeps you grounded. Let you know what you're here to do. You're here to serve. You're, and the greatest among us shall be your servant. So in serving and, and doing what you do best and, and presenting this dynamite gift to the people, what are some obstacles that you had to overcome to even for us to even see you today? I would say um, typically it's working or weeding out artists that are serious about their craft. So many people that I've dealt with define success totally differently, whereas you might and I might have a world view of how we want to serve the world. Some people, hey, they find with being a local celebrity at the little diner or bar or whatever. And 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 so just finding people that are serious, people that are, are not motivated by uh, carnal things and, and really trying to make a difference. So that's been the greatest challenge. And then, of course, um, if you want to put out quality, hey, you've got to, you got to invest in that. Take money to make money. So sometimes it's a matter of you may not have twenty, thirty thousand dollars to put it out. So it may take you a little bit longer to uh, get your projects how, where you want it. So those would be the main things that have uh, in the past that would have been the challenges. I understand. I totally, I totally understand what you're saying about that, um, and. Moving forward, beyond that, how do you transcend? Okay, like you said, I don't have, I may not have the twenty grand a day to put this album out, but I know that it's something that the people need to hear. How do you, how do you keep yourself motivated to keep moving forward beyond what you see to bring, make sure that the people get a chance to experience these projects? Well, I'll just say it like this: my whole life, it's been a miracle. Uh, for, I started out with asthma, so I wasn't supposed to be playing any wow. an instrument anyway. I should have been a pianist or something. So wow. for me, it has always been, I, I didn't have any uh, music parents or, or brothers or siblings, so it's just something that was given to me, something I desired and something that came pretty natural. So my thing is, no matter what it is you have or what it is in your heart that you're supposed to do, you don't have to even worry about where the road is come, going to come from. God is always right. going to pave the way if you step out. And so right. whether it's a lack of finances today, you still write your book. You write one chapter at a time. You you write one song at a time. And, and you know, it's not – this whole journey for me is not about being swift and, and getting to a finish line. It is a process. It's a journey. But it all comes together if you be diligent and persistent. So wow. that's pretty much my approach to the whole. That's, yeah, that's so, in my path. And Yancy, somebody out there right now is hearing you, and and you you're giving them hope because they're thinking that because I don't have any portion of this at this very moment, I can't do anything. But you're just tell, telling somebody, and you just you just help somebody out. Some right now, somebody has been able to hear that I don't have to have 
all the pieces of the puzzle to get started. Yes, sir. And getting started is a major piece of the puzzle. It, it, you know, despite not humble beginnings, you have to start somewhere. Yes, sir. Absolutely. In fact, I'm I'm living proof of that. My very first project was done by a good friend of mine, and uh, I didn't know what I knew now then, so I couldn't go in the studio, record it, edit it, mix it myself. So I cringed at some of the things that <laughs> that were not. <laughs> <laughs> that the final at the final project, but the people loved it, and that project opened many doors. So I always encourage people: you just go, give it the best that you have right now. You may never have enough money to hire Babyface and or, or, or um, uh, John P. Key or someone to be on your project, but if you give it your best and your all, God will open those doors for you every single time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And again, we are we're utterly thankful for for you opening up and sharing your heart with us. I mean, a lot of people are up and coming artists. They're they may be an up and coming author. They may be an up and coming whatever. And knowing that, you know, I don't have to be the finished product today is a beautiful thing because you have to be to have. It's a process. I mean, even polishing a diamond is a process. So mm-hmm. and I. I, teach, I do it like this. I, I teach um, the three stages of dream realization, which are the okay. goal, the process, and the manifestation. So ultimately, mm-hmm. you st- you start with the goal in mind. You know what you want. And once you know what you want, you accept the fact that, that this is beautiful and you deserve it. This is the life of your dream. Mm-hmm. And you set it in motion. Now, when you set it in motion, that, requ- that, that, that particular dream has a required process in order for you to see its manifestation. Absolutely. So, and you've been now. We know that you 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 have been highly successful, but we also know that you you aren't where you want to be just yet. Absolutely. What keeps you on the path through this process as you're going towards the manifestation of of, of even higher heights? Well, what keeps me on the path is realizing that the past is gone, and all I have right now is the present. So I'm not going to spend too much energy into the future. I'm going to maximize this moment that I find myself in. I'm going to love this moment. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to make decisions that will lead me to a better moment in the future. So I just stay on that path, man, loving it, knowing that all things are going to work out. I have tons of faith to go with that. But faith without works is is nothing. So just keep believing. Keep believing and doing the work. And, And the big guy will do the rest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, for me, I think we all are. We where we're supposed to be. We may want to be somewhere else, but you get to the other place. Oftentimes, you find out that that's not where you were supposed to be anyway. So I say, learn to love yourself. Learn to um, accept where you are and change the things that you can. And just keep it positive. Keep positive people around you. Keep taking it one footstep at a time. Sir, I'm thoroughly impressed because, you know, you've traveled the world. You've done things that most people want to do, they dream of doing. And here you are giving people, you know, pieces of the puzzle that, you know, makes you, you know, not so, somebody who's just out of reach. I'm, I'm, I'm Lord Nancy and you can't touch me. You, you, you really put down for the people here a blueprint. I think you've given people a dynamite blueprint that, will enable them to go forward in the life towards the life of their dream. 
and and for that, you know, I am so thankful that you know we met, you know, back at the conference, um, the Manifest Destiny conference in uh, in February. Yes, sir. Because now, you know, and it's something that I hadn't shared with the people yet either. I, I believe that if you want to see your destiny manifest, then do what you can to help somebody else's destiny manifest. That's and that's what you see happening right now. Yes, sir. That's everything. I don't know why that, that works, but it's just a universal law. If you reach out to help others, the universe is going to reach out and help you. <laughs> Period. It's just the law. You don't help people to the point of your peril. You don't. Right. You know, you have to have some wisdom and judgment uh, in how you help people. I mean, if you see someone that won't do it in return for other people, then maybe that's not the right person for you to be extending yourself out to. But um, the way I look at it, that this world is is going through some type of birth and pain. We're going somewhere we've never been before. We don't know what it's going to look like. And and we can pray all day, Lord, 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 help it, help us fix it. But God is saying, Hey, I've given you everything you need to fix it. So we we gotta work together. We got to help each other. I mean, we oftentimes we live in the suburbs. We doing well, and, and we turn blind eye to what's going on in the city. But hey, I hate to use this analogy, but it, it it's I don't know. In fact, I won't use it. But what goes on in any part of the body is going to affect the rest of the body eventually. So yes, we, we've got to be concerned about our brothers, our sisters. It's just that time. I mean, we've become so I, 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 me, 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 egotistical, and it's not leading us anywhere. So, um, you know, the, the 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 dream, it's good to have. It's all good and fine, but the, the village mentality—that's that's better than the American dream, if you ask me. Yes, sir. I so, I, I, I agree with you because, I, like we were saying earlier, you know. It takes each and every one of us stepping up and doing what we're supposed to do. You know, even um, with some of the things that have been going on recently in our in our government and in our our society, I believe that a lot of people want things to be better, but they didn't do what was necessary. They didn't step out and, and allow. They they may have wanted it, but they didn't they didn't launch the goal. Well, one thing about American politics, you know, as I, I may have alluded to earlier in the show. This is a, a democracy, and in a democracy, your voice is heard by those votes. Yes, if sir. you're not getting out to vote, you're not, you don't have a voice. So there are a lot of people whose dreams are getting silenced because they're not stepping up and becoming a part of the, of the process, as they mm-hmm. shouldn't. So That's right. For, as a person who, who's out making things happen, you're out doing things pos- in a positive manner, you're living the life of your dreams, you're performing – and you're changing people's lives as you step out more and more to do what you've been called to do. How do you encourage somebody right now who needs to know that they have to allow the process to run its course? Well, it's just some some sayings are more than cliches. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you don't keep getting the same. Yes, sir. I I just try to encourage them. Try something different. Do something different. We all know what we're supposed to do. And and and, and to the, to the believers or, or Christians, you know, it's cool to sit up in church and pray. But I think, hey man, it's time to get out to churches, get in the streets, start making a difference. Really start being mission oriented and make a difference. Don't wait on Christ to do what we can do ourselves. Uh, people are they dying in the street. They crying out, help me. I think 
we've been empowered to bring about the change that they need, not to feed their soul or their or their hunger, but we can definitely make a difference mentally, physically. And, and I, I like to start stepping up and, and, I don't know, educating these brothers and sisters, man. I, I like what you're doing. You're giving them hope. I certainly, I certainly can appreciate that. And I thank you for that. You know, this is this is a labor of love for me. This is something that I feel I feel passionate about. I believe that a lot of people out there right now they're not able to step out on their their dreams and step out on their goals and step out in their visions because sometimes they don't they're not hearing the encouragement to do it. That's that's what I'm here for. This is my piece of the puzzle that I'm bringing to the table. And you know, just like with your music, you bring to the table, you know, encouragement and motivation that way, and and just the example that it could be done as possible. In understanding that, in understanding that, sir, believing makes things possible. Yes, sir. What do you What do you do to to feed your belief so that you're continually moving in a, the down the path of the life of your dreams? Because if all, all things are possible, then him, him that believes. So, what do you do to feed your belief? To feed my, pretty much, I stay away from trying to fight gravity. If you cannot beat gravity, you will lose every time. So if you are surrounding yourself with negative things and negative people, you're setting yourself up for failure. And if you've got a bunch of people in your life that you are constantly picking up and looking after, then you're not walking towards the door that you're supposed to be walking through or that window that you're supposed to be walking through. So for me, I just keep good people around me, people that want something out of life, and 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 you know, not study. You gotta study to show yourself approved. Yes, sir. So all of that's important. You gotta feed yourself. And and the news, I rarely watch that. Yes, I totally so, agree with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want all that playing in my head. <laughs> or in my house. Yes, sir. I, and you just you hit the nail on the head again. I, I'm I'm definitely. I'm really big on what I allow myself to hear, what I allow myself to see. Uh-huh. And, you know, I haven't watched, I don't really, I don't have a TV. I haven't had a TV in years. Wow. That's awesome. Which is hard to do because I love football. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've, you know, with the invention of, of streaming video, I've been able to, to see some games, but I don't have, I don't own a TV myself right now. Which is probably gonna change really soon, <laughs> but um, but since well the last five years that I haven't had a TV consistently, I can see myself growing. I can see myself not allowing um, the the ills of the world to really bring me down. Absolutely. And in, in doing that, I wanted to ask your opinion of this and, and let share with the audience what you think about this. Okay. A lot of people today. They are carbon copies of what they hear in media. If if the uh-huh. media says that it's going to be a bad day, then their day is ruined. If uh-huh. they hear on the news that you know it's going to be you know overcast or whatever the case may be, they're done. Uh-huh. Their day is done. Uh-huh. What do you say for a person that's going to hear this hear this show hear this replay? What could you say to encourage somebody right now that regardless of what they hear? regardless of what they're seeing, that they can move forward in power. They can move forward regardless of what they're hearing and seeing to a better life, to a better existence. 
Well, I'm a, a believer that that the kingdom of God is inside of us. And, yes. and with that being inside of us and, and also having the ability to speak things into existence, having the power of life and death in your tongue, I think uh, you have the power to create your own reality and, and not allow your reality to be shaped by society. So I would just uh, uh, like to see people believe in, in who they are. If you made the image and likeness of God, wow, that's pretty powerful. So I just think uh, people have forgotten who they are, and, and they're trying to fit in, in someone else's uh, mold of who they are. So uh, it's, it's just time for people to put back on their thinking caps. It just seems like too many people are not thinking. And, and thinking is is is, <laughs> is is a lost art now. It seems like people just do stuff and just expect great things to happen without <laughs> thinking things through. <laughs> so, what do you say to a person who, who who isn't using their mind and not thinking? You got, I mean, you know, we're all we 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 walking by faith and not by sight. But again, there's a there's a thought process that goes along with that that you know activates principles, and those principles promote success. What do you say to a person to get them to think more versus just reacting? You know, that's I, I'd say turn off that television. <laughs> <laughs> turn off that Nintendo. I mean, basically, I don't have no problem with sports, man. I played a little football. I played a little basketball. And, and But for me at this point in my life, spending 50 hours in front of a TV watching somebody else live their dreams and I'm not living mine, something is wrong with that. Wow. So it's time to turn off all these distractions and get back to family and the things that are, that are important. Community. Oh, once you turn off all these distractions, you will have time to think. I think a lot of people are scared of their own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Take that iPod out your ears. <laughs> The voice of God is a soft voice that speaks to us. Listen to it. It's your friend. It won't hurt you. Now, I have to say this. Now, you know, this show it does get downloaded in iTunes. So if you want to listen to your listen to this in your iPod, go right ahead. We're not going to stop you. Okay, <laughs> listen to Create a Championship Stand a Living with Miles W. Miller. It's a wonderful show. I bring on dynamite guests like Lord Yancey. <laughs> <laughs> and I am on iTunes. So, yes, yes. <laughs> So I'm not going to keep you long because I know that you are a very busy man. You've given us a, a lot of great nuggets to uh, empower us to move forward in a dynamite direction in life, towards the life of our dreams, which is wonderful and we deserve. Before you go, let the people know where they can find you. How can we purchase your music? How can we support what you do? How can we support your movement? Well, I am on iTunes, CD Baby, Rhapsody, Amazon, and on and on and on. You can also go to yancyy.com, yancy.com, and, and and follow me. You can um, befriend me on Facebook, and I will answer you back. <laughs> uh, Twitter, I'm also on Twitter. I'm trying to step out and use that a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, so yancy.com. If you look up Yancey, I will come up so in someone's browser and Google Yahoo somebody. <laughs> definitely, definitely. 
and uh, I also have to definitely give you, you know, some definite love. You know, it's, it's always good when another a fellow Michigan man comes on the show and uh, we can, you know, promote each other in a dynamite way because I believe um, – Look, I, I'm a, I'm, I believe amazing blue. I mean, it is what it is. I, you know, I told somebody a couple weeks ago, you know, student loans won't let me forget that I went there. So I always <laughs> salute, salute everybody who comes on here who, who went through that same, uh, went through Ann Arbor because that's a, um, was a beautiful experience, a beautiful time in life. And I know that some of the things that you take with you, you definitely learn there as well. Absolutely. It certainly broadens you and let you know the world is so much bigger than you could ever have imagined. Yes, sir. So for me, oh, man, is it, and like you, it's time to really get out here in these streets and then talk to these young brothers and show them a different way. Yes, sir. Share share those experiences we were blessed to have at uh, higher education institutions with these young brothers. Yes, sir. So keep yeah. doing what you're doing, man. You're making a difference, and, and I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Likewise, I appreciate having you on. And like I said, the red carpet is rolled out. You are welcome back here. And we're going. To, I, w- I would love to do a listening party one one uh, show with you, and we can just you know let the people you know get a, a full taste of what it's like to be in, in you know in, in your concert. Yes, sir. But we're gonna make it happen then. Yes, sir. Well, you you be blessed. We look forward to having you back here. All right, anytime, Doc. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, we, we, look again. Whenever you want to come out, you let me know. You you let me know when you want to come back, and we'll, we'll you're, you're back here. <laughs> How about All that? right, Doc. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Have a great day, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, sir. And you too. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Again, that was uh. Recording artist uh, Lord Yancey, you can find out more about him, or you can actually click on the link on the uh, podcast, which is going to be available within it really soon. Um, people, before we get out of here, uh, we got. I want to take about two more minutes. I want to say this: you're going to hear me say this a lot. You're going to hear me say this a lot. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you to get in your mind right now what it is you truly want your life to look like. I want you to imagine yourself living the life of your dreams. I want you to see yourself fully experiencing your bliss, fully experiencing all those things that that make you happy, all the things that bring you joy. I want you to see yourself, you know, with your family whole, with, you know, Nothing broken, nothing missing. I want you to continuously see that. So regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of what the media says, let me tell you something. You know how much I like the Roseways go, how much I, you're going to see that car in my driveway real soon. Rolls Royce experienced record sales during the midst of what some would call a famine. Rolls Royce experienced Record sales when gas prices were soaring. What does that mean? That means that somewhere, some somehow, somebody was not affected by what was going on around them. Because you know what? They had already decided that the life of their dreams was wonderful and they deserve it, which meant no matter what the cost, they were going to still enjoy their lives. I charge each and every one of you today. To, that no matter the cost, 
that you decide today to, to do whatever necessary to enjoy your life, to fully embrace the life of your dreams, to fully go after that which is yours. Matter of fact, don't even go out to choose it. Choose it today. Choose today what, what it is you want in life. And I want to take you to a final motivational moment, and then I'll be right back with you. So, here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to get a, not just a small picture, but a huge picture in your mind. Just imagine yourself sitting at a, in a movie theater, an IMAX movie theater, with a huge screen. And I want you to see the full details of your dream life. Now, I know a lot of us, a lot of people have lived their nightmares, but this, that day is over. So we're going we're gonna to talk about what your, the ideal life, your ideal living situation, your ideal, you know, standard of living. Should be a championship standard of living. <laughs> no pun intended. But we want to, I want you to, to visualize yourself and visualize yourself looking at the screen. And on the screen is your ideal life. And it's a majestic life. It's on an IMAX screen. It's one of the biggest screens ever made. I want you to see all the details of your ideal life on that screen. I want you to see the vivid colors. I want you to see, you know, details. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see yourself loving life. I want you to see yourself happy. I want you to see yourself blessed. I want you to see yourself doing great things on this major screen. Now, as you see yourself doing this stuff, there are people there with you that, that you love. You got friends there. You got loved ones. The setting is beautiful. Everybody's having fun. It, it, this is an enjoyable time. Now, what I want you to do is to capture the feeling that you feel as you look at this picture. I want you to hold on to it and fully embrace that feeling. Fully embrace all of those things. Because I'm sure by now you're, you're, you're feeling a whole bunch of different things when you look at this, this screen and you see your life and see your dream life on that screen. Understand that that's, that's your imagination. That's your life. And that's how your life can be if you so choose to. So feel it. Embrace it. What does it feel like to, to, to run on a beach with the sun beaming down on your face? What does it feel like to, to swim in the, in the great blue ocean? What does it feel like? I want you to, to fully embrace it. What does it feel like to come home to your, your new wife or come home to your new husband in your brand new car that you don't have to, that's debt free, that you don't have to pay another car note for? What does it feel like? I want you to, to hold on to that feeling. I want you to harness those feelings. Fully embrace those feelings. Fully embrace everything you're feeling. Fully embrace everything you're seeing. Because that's your ideal life. People, I can't say it any better. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful. And you deserve it. It's time for your voice to be heard on every level. Go get it, go get it, go get it, go get it, go get it. I don't care what it is, whatever it is, it's your time to shine. It's your time to step it up. It's your time to, to live the life of your dreams. It's time to, for you to experience the life of your dreams. It's time for you to be 
reckon with because you're out doing what's necessary to live the life of your dreams. Look, people are counting on you. I'm counting on you. There's unborn people, unborn children that are counting on you to live the life of your dreams because it's wonderful and you deserve it, and they need to see the example because you're the blueprint for somebody's success. Again, people, continue to make our public servants accountable for serving us. Make them accountable for, for representing us properly. Make sure that we got people in places that represent what it is we're trying, that, that we really need accomplished as the people. I love you. I care about you. I'm praying for you constantly. And I decree and declare over your life that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. But not only that, that you receive it free and unfettered right now. This is Mr. Miles W. Miller saying, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you Saturday for creating a championship standard of living. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 